Welcome to JNL Stadium Tour Unleashed. This is the week 12 recap. My name is Justin. And I'm Lucas. In this episode, we're going to review our thoughts for week 12 that is currently in the books. Our first game of the Thanksgiving triple decker is the Green Bay Packers against the Detroit Lions. And what a game, huh? The Packers look like the old school Packers for once. Everyone contrib- contributed in every way for the Packers defense, offense. Uh, Jordan Love actually looked like a normal quarterback out there. Played very well. Uh, Lions, they just, certain people played well and they just came up short basically is what happened. Uh, their run game, I thought, could have been a little better for the recent games they have had, but it just shows how the NFC North, when they play each other, is so competitive and usually are pretty close in general, and that's how it is in every conference. But the, these two games of the NFC North shows this week how competitive it actually is. It's kind of crazy because you, you see a lot of people, you know, count teams out just based on their record, kind of like the Packers here. Um, but a conference or a division game like that, you can't really count anybody out. Um, on that same note, if you take the fumbles away from Goff, you know, just looking at everything else, he did play pretty well. It's just those three turnovers, it's hard to come back from. Um, having it to be this close of game, even with the three turnovers, um, is kind of crazy. That When you have that many takeaways for the Packers, they should have won by a lot more points. Um, that just shows, you know, the Lions are the better team. They just didn't play like it in my eyes. Uh, it was real nice to see Love play the way that he did. He actually looked really good. He had a lot of really good throws. Um, that, you know, we haven't seen necessarily all season. And he doesn't have a whole lot of experience in his time in the league so far. So it's kind of tough to, to throw judgment at him. But a handful of those starts this season, he did not look good at all. Uh, this one, though, was impressive. Nice to see how Watson got involved again. I'm a pretty big, you know, fan of him. I, I like to see his game in... He's kind of been off on, on the side there. He hasn't been used much for a while here. So it was nice to see you again. Yeah, uh, Watson, big game. Well, he was injured there for a little bit. Right. That doesn't help to get reported with your quarterback. Uh, but, yeah, young players showing up, stepping up, playing big roles in this offense. It's, it's really good for them that Jaden Reed, he played really well for – the carries that he got or receivings that he got. And he is a rookie as well. So, oh, no, that, yeah, rookie. Yeah. And, yeah, it just, they played very well. And I was shocked what ha- how the game ended. And I was definitely expecting Lions to pull out a win there, but definitely are throughout the day 
a better team, in my opinion. But this just shows that what goes on through on the field in seven numbers. Yep. Yeah, if you looked at the team stats, like I said, minus the turnovers, you would think that the Lions won by probably a touchdown or two. But not not to take it away from the Packers because I mean they played good too with what they have, and I mean seven yards of play is pretty good because I doubt they've been anywhere near that this season. So they played pretty well against a decent defense. Yeah, for sure. Um, that's all I got on that game. Yeah, been here. It was just really good both ways. It's this is why I love football because you never know what's going to happen. Right. Why I love it. It just brings everything in perspective. Like we were saying, you can't judge any team out on any given day. Any team can be better than any other team. Yeah, and there, there was a few games that. <laughs> yep, exactly. There's a few games that I was shocked this week that happened. So, like, it's really fun to see. <laughs> yep. So next game, I'll let you start off with the Cowboys against the Commanders. Okay. Uh, so going into this game, uh, the Cowboys defense had not allowed. A 300-yard passer, a 100-yard rusher, or a 100-yard receiver, which is just kind of crazy at this stage of the season to not have allowed that by now. Um, once that was all mentioned and, and talked about in the pregame, I was like, oh, one of those is going to get broken this, this game. <laughs> <laughs> However, uh, Howell ended up passing for 300 yards, and Curtis Samuel had 100 yards receiving, but, you know, spot on. Didn't really pass it, but I'll give him that, whatever. Right. Uh, <laughs> this game kind of played out how I expected it to. I I mean, the Commanders, a division game, it's always kind of scary. Um, how I expected it to play, it was the way that it, that it did happen. I could have saw it, you know, going out in a different, you know, a different way. Uh, just because of the division game, and I, for whatever reason, don't like watching the Cowboys games on Thanksgiving because I usually feel disappointed <laughs> in them. Um, but this one was fun. Uh, my computer just gave me an error message. <laughs> That's weird. Anyways. So, yeah, this game... Dak played lights out again. Um, he has been for the past few weeks. Both Cooks and Lamb had some big plays. Um, my favorite part of the game, though, was um, Deron Bland getting the pick six, um, you know, setting his own record uh, with the most pick sixes in a season. Uh, the Part of this game, that was my favorite part. Uh, just so much fun to see. And uh, I believe it was an Eagles player that held that record last. So, you know, feels extra good. That makes it definitely better. I was excited. I missed it because my kids wanted me to go play in the frozen tundra of outside. 
And I, I got to miss the pick six, so I got to watch a replay. And, yeah, amazing. That kid is a highlight reel ready to happen all the time. He led the team in tackles. He's yeah. just an all-around good player. Um, even if you take away the interceptions, because that's, like, a big thing, but even if you don't do that, if you take that away – He's there everywhere. Like I said, leading tackles, he's breaking up passes, he's he's just everywhere ca- causing havoc as a cornerback. And you don't see that very often at that level if you don't come to interceptions. Um, but that whole defense in general is just an absolute juggernaut, and I absolutely love watching them. Uh, the offense speaks for itself. Dak has been on fire this year. Uh, Pollard is carrying the load for the rush game. Really good to see. Uh, Dwaddle, however you want to call it. Dowdle? He had a decent game. Yeah, he had a touchdown, but the yards weren't as high as I would like to see him because I think he should be implemented a little more. I know I said that last week, but I really like the way he runs, the way he plays. I it's just a nice, different pace than what Pollard does, even though he can break a touchdown any play himself. But, uh, yeah, Sam Howell, very game. The one interception was the bland, but, you know, when you're down, you're going to be throwing it all the time, and that's kind of what happened. And at least he's getting some help other than just McLaren. And Robinson didn't lead the the team in receiving, so, you know, that's always a plus for them. If you're looking at the little sides, the wins on this team, you got to – those are the ones that you're going to take away that people are finally stepping up for them. Yeah. I mean, generally throughout the season, Howell's played pretty well. Um, it, it's kind of crazy how we've mentioned it a few times now. McLaurin, you know, doesn't – have the, you know, yardage-wise, the output that he normally has in the past. And now he's got a little bit more reliable quarterback, in my opinion. It's, it's kind of strange. You would think yeah. that he would have just skyrocketed in value. But uh, this one, I mean, it was pretty well spread out. Samuel, he had a couple pretty good catches that really gave the team a little bit of momentum off and on um, for the little bit that they had. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a fun game. Uh, maybe not so much for the commanders, but it, I enjoyed it a lot. <laughs> so yeah, my last, just to throw it out there before we switch to our next game, Sam Howell, like we are saying, like he comes in game in and game out, even with your best wide receiver, not putting up the numbers that he is, he's leading the league in passing yards. So that just shows you how good he and consistent he's been throughout the year. Yeah, and so that I like to see that. a volume stat too, because I think he's probably throwing the most passes too. So probably, um, but you know, take that as it is. But I, I think he's a, I think he's a solid quarterback. I, I think he, you know, could be there for a little while. Kind of yeah. nice. Hopefully, they found their quarterback here. It, they've been such a quarterback carousel since Kirk left, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. It was like 15 or something like that, quarterback. Yeah. 
<laughs> so that, that's kind of rough. But hopefully they found their guy here. Uh, I the little bit that we saw him what, at the end of last year, I didn't know yeah. how I felt about him. But right. after so far throughout this year, I he's not the issue there. No. So I think hopefully they can stick with him and maybe get a little bit of quarterback coaching, help him out, get some a little bit better blocking and. I don't know. Another weapon or two would be nice, I guess. But right. Alrighty. Speaking of weapons, uh, the 49ers Seahawks. The 49ers have weapons legitly everywhere you look. Uh, Purdy looked good once again. Didn't have a lot of yards, but he, like we keep saying, he doesn't need to have a lot of yards no. <laughs> with this offense. Christian McCaffrey. Absolute mega stud, 114 yards touchdown. Everyone just laid out across the board for receiving for them. Debo went big again. Ayuk did his thing. Christian McCaffrey even got in there. Like it's just all around, just insane where you're gonna, where you get your plays from on this team. And they did that against a pretty stout. Seahawks defense, um, 49ers defense, even without Kifunga, they looked really well, really good. Adding Chris Chase Young is probably the biggest pickup of the trades this year, I think. And you can tell because, oh, Nick Bosa, since they got Chase Young, has been wreaking havoc. Oh, even more than he did before <laughs> Chase Young got there. So you can just tell the big difference, how much you need to put on both sides of the ball, and then you have the rest of the in- middle just to do their thing. And you can tell because their rush- rushing offense only had 88 yards for the Seahawks, and they're a very good running team. And, yeah, just outstanding. Yeah, I think – I mean, they got – uh, Gregory too, which is a nice addition for pass rush. Oh, he um, did play. Yeah, he, he had a little bit of game time there. Uh, so it's, it's kind of nice to see, um, you know, they're adding to that already good defense. Uh, this one, let me see. You kind of touched base already on Purdy. Uh, he, as a quarterback, he, he's kind of making his way around to me here. I, I actually kind of enjoy watching him play. Uh, you can see him go through his reads. And I feel he's a, a much better quarterback than what I thought he was after seeing him a little bit last year. He just, I don't know. If he, if he played the same way that he did this year, I guess I just must have overlooked it or missed it. Or I don't know if he's playing different this year, how he normally would. It's just, he's playing really good. I'm impressed. Um, yeah, they have to play I think Chris. we're looking more into it too, though. Like, probably, probably a, saying, you know, a little bit more into it. It just, I don't know. What? Everything just kind of clicked, I thought, for them, and it just seemed strange because most of his throws were just short throws, and they're still, I mean, shorter throws. But he's making quick reads and the correct reads, and getting the ball out of his hands quickly, and that. I mean, that's what they need, and that's what they have. So it's just a perfect fit. I don't know if he'd work well in other 
rosters, but it's got a good place here. Uh, yeah, I've seen a crazy thing that Purdy and Dak are the two leading <laughs> quarterbacks with 20-plus yards at the, yeah. like, completions. So a lot of the small throws are there, but he also extends the long plays as well. So Yeah, and the ones that they do take, they actually complete. Um, and that's, I mean, you don't take very many per game, but you're completing them all. Yeah. Impressive. <laughs> uh, and I mean, his completion percentage is up there. It's, I don't know, he's real good. I've, I've been very impressed with him. Uh, he's got a lot of playmakers, so it definitely helps. Um, all over that offense, they got playmakers. You get the ball to them, and any play could be going for a touchdown. Uh, the, the Seahawks weren't able to get a whole lot going for offense. Uh, I too, I thought, they would have a little bit better rushing game. Uh, even though, you know, they're on their backup running back there, I, I figured they would still have a little bit more, but they weren't able to. And if you can't, you know, push the ball down, score some points, it's hard to compete with this 49ers team because that offense is, is clicking and the defense is there too. Scary team. Very well-rounded. Yep. Uh, they match up so well against so many teams because they got so much speed and they, they're physical too. They're definitely one of the top teams to keep looking at. Hopefully everybody can stay healthy. Yep. Uh, next game for the last Thanksgiving game. Oh, no. That was the last Friday. Yep. I already said that. The first that I meant to say first, I need to go to bed. <laughs> the first uh, prime time prime game on Black Friday, the Dolphins against the Jets. I all I have to say about this game is I really feel bad for the Jets defense because they week in they show they are easily one of the top defenses in the league but they can't get any offense going at all. And when your team is playing against the wall from start to finish, it's really hard to win games. It's really hard to get confidence. It's really hard to do pretty much anything. And I just feel really bad for them. Nothing was going. This Dolphins team just played very well. Tua played. Pretty good, but he did have two interceptions, which shows how good this defense is. Uh, Hill, Waddle doing the normal stuff they do, both over 100 yards. Moser, two touchdowns. Guy just keeps improving each week. And the Jets, all I have to say is that that defense is just insane, and I wish they could get an offense to go with how good their defense is. Yeah. My big note that I had on this one was if the Jets had any offense, they should have won this game. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally, <laughs> that defense kept them in the game. You know, looking at the score, for how long it was, like, if that offense could have done anything, even if they could have been kicking field goals. Yeah. This game... Could have been a close game, actually. <laughs> but they couldn't move the ball. They 
it's so tough to watch this this team because the defense is is built for a championship. The offense is built for the first overall pick. Yeah. Uh, oddly enough, later in the fourth quarter, when they were in the hurry up offense, the Jets offense was able to move the ball relatively easily, and then they scored. Yeah. And I mean, the Dolphins may have been playing a little bit different defense than they had most of the game, but maybe maybe they should stick with the hurry up style, and get in, get them on you know their heels, keep the defense guessing. I don't know. Uh, we you know we had been calling for Wilson to be looked into and and probably replaced. Not that we expected the backup to be any better, but it was a change, hoping for a spark, you know. Uh, you look at Boyle, you you don't think he's going to come out there and, you know, put outrageous numbers up. Like, we know that's not happening. He's not Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> but right. just looking for some sort of spark, because this team, defensively and roster-wise, should probably be a playoff team with a half-decent quarterback. Yeah. Um, however, I did see that Aaron Rodgers is expected to start practicing. Yeah, he was doing practice just today. Was it today that it was? That's what the – well, again, it's the internet, so you never know. <laughs> but true. I've it, seen him in his pads and stuff, like, just doing, like, the small stuff. So yeah. was that today? I guess I don't fully know, but it looked like he was practicing today. It was either today or tomorrow that I had saw something posted somewhere. And just looking at that, like, he tore his Achilles first game of the yeah. season. And he's back out there now. That's insane. I I can't believe it. If a doctor, you know, cleared him, he must be okay. But it's just it's crazy to me. Yeah, it's insane. I um, I can't even imagine coming back that quick. No, I mean, I, I'd probably never want to because <laughs> no. it's uncomfortable. But uh, I do think, you know, I don't know if, if they were going to go back to having Boyle start again. I think that's the better move still. Um, just Wilson played for, what, 10 games? and looked awful in every single one of them. Yeah. Boyle played one game and looked awful. Let's see what he's got next week. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not going to get any worse <laughs> if you play him compared to Wilson. I, again, no. I don't, I don't think he's the answer, but either way, I don't want to see Wilson back out there. Me neither. Especially with the talented quarterbacks they have in the draft, there's no reason to put that guy back in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he can get a job someplace, and probably not at the starter, but I, I would take him as a quality backup, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's all he's made for, honestly. Yeah. And I like the guy, but no. I think his brother could come in and do better than him, and he's only in high school. so <laughs> It's one of those, like, some players just don't transition to the NFL well, and right. I, I don't think he does. It's crazy how many people are like that 
Like, there's Heisman Trophy winners that didn't translate into the NFL. and Yeah, it's a different game. Yep. The pace, athletic abilities, just everything is just so different. Yep. Uh, Next game is the Buccaneers against the Colts. Uh, Did not expect this. I was expecting the Buccaneers' defense to have their way with the Colts, but Jonathan Taylor tore it up, looked like his own self. Two touchdowns. Minshew played conservative, had that one interception, but, you know, that's going to happen. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr., 10 yards a catch, 107 yards. Uh, Mike Evans, two touchdowns. The guy's a freak. It just... I was not expecting this turnout. <laughs> and Rashad White went off again. Good team. They just can't complete a full game, it seems like. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a close game. It was a good game. Uh, the Colts' run game is what makes this team click, I think. Um, if they don't have the run game, they're not going to do anything. This game, they had the run game, and they were able to you know, put up the numbers and score some points. Will they have a defensive touchdown too? No, it was all offensive. No. Uh, yeah. But yeah, the the Bucks they they were on too. I mean, you got a couple touchdowns for Evans and White, big game, six almost seven yards a carry. Like, yeah. You would think looking at their numbers that they should have won. Um, but then you switch over to the Colts and you see their numbers and almost the same. It was a good game. Fun to watch. Yeah, it puts the Colts 6-5 and in that playoff contention. So Yeah, that we didn't expect after. <laughs> no, we didn't see after Richardson, yeah, Richardson going down. It's one of those but things that again, you don't expect a, a – Backup quarterback to step in, but Minshew, I mean, he's he's had starts here and there, and yeah. and looked decent when he had has had them, but just can't keep the starting job anywhere. And I don't know, able to come in and get some wins here, and they're in a possible spot. Yeah, really good to see. Um, next game are teams that don't have a spot anywhere. <laughs> Except the garbage, but here we are. Uh, the Patriots against the Giants. Not, I was expecting the Patriots to win. Just because of how bad the Giants have looked. But again, Mac Jones got to sit down again. Uh, Zappe came in and did exactly what Jones did. So really, which quarterback do you go to? Really hard to uh, put one in there because they both are awful. Yeah. It's just really hard to watch a Belichick coach team be this bad. But bright side, Stevenson tore it up. 21 carries, 98 yards, and touchdown. Like, that's your highlight of this game for that team. And the highlight of the other side was Jalen Hyatt tore it up as a rookie 
for the first time because he actually has a quarterback, kind of, to give him the ball. I think the first time over this year, over 100 yards. And there are so many people just, like, they need to get rid of him. Don't destroy his career. And I get it. Like, he has talent, a high ceiling. And if he can't find people to step up and be able to give him the ball and make make him make plays, it's really hard to want to keep. I know he's a rookie. He has, like, five years. But, it's like, it's hard to see that. Right. He's he's one of the players that I really wanted the Cowboys to get. So it's nice to see him, you know, finally getting targeted. He hasn't had much opportunity at all. Uh, but it, it's nice to see it happen here. Uh, yeah, the, the whole Mac Jones situation. That At this point, just commit to one of them. <laughs> yeah. Quit starting one and then benching them. It it's a tough season. It, it's it's been real tough watching this team and just the back and forth, just everything about it. It's been tough. You hate to see that for anybody, but I mean, kind of what they got themselves into because they thought he was the guy. Yeah, but yeah. On the, on the other side, that for the Giants, that Devito, I don't know if he. You know, is going to be a starting quality quarterback or not? Uh, it's a surprising story, and he hasn't played terrible. I just I don't really trust him to lead a high-powered offense. Luckily, the Giants aren't that, so he can lead this offense for now. <laughs> a fun story. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, maybe he can't lead a high-powered offense, but maybe he can. You know, yeah, we don't. maybe if he had a little better blocking and the weapons that he needed to yeah. excel, maybe. But just seeing what he's been doing just a few weeks that he's been in there, he's looking better than what Jones was putting out this week, this year. Yep. <clears throat> so, yeah, the yeah only- good story. I love watching his parents in the stands. And when you get old, the older I get, the more, man, I I don't need to be seeing that stuff. I get so emotional and like, it it shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? Like I'm 36 years old. I shouldn't be like getting my feels all worked up during football, just watching parents get all excited and doing a celebration up in the stands. And it just, it's so awesome. I love it. And man, I'm making myself look bad, but. You know, weak. (laughs) The older I get, just those stories are just so awesome. And him living his dream, doing what he's probably wanted to do since he's been a little kid. And actually making his team win games, you know, it's just, it's so awesome. Yeah, it's a a great story. Anytime that anything like that happens, it's so fun to see. Uh, Like you said, though, I mean, they don't have much for offensive weapons, really. You got Barkley. And then the possibility of what Hyatt can do. Other than that, you don't have much for names. Like there's a, a few players here and there that can step in and, and make big plays, but and you don't even know what you're getting yeah. at with Hyatt. Like the only real one right. that you know is Barkley, and he's been injury prone. Like 
Right. It's tough. And the other one's Slayton, but he's so hit and miss that yeah, you don't, don't even know what you're getting there either. So. I don't trust him. Neither him or Hodgins. No. Like, Hodgins, <laughs> they both could be so good, but they're just so inconsistent. And it's tough. Um, but I did want to make one quick point. Um, just because it's always nice to see Zeke have a good game. Uh, he again, you know, had a game, five yard average, uh, nine carries only, but 46 yards. It's always fun to see. Yeah. He kind of got it talked down and, and told as just a goal line back where, I mean, I don't think he was, but I don't think he fit the, the Cowboys style. So. Going someplace no, here, uh, he kind of fits the, the ground and pound that they're having to do now. Not that that team has ever been really ground and pound, but that, I mean, they, they don't have a quarterback, right. so that's what they have to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of quarterbacks that I think is a good story as well, the next game, the Bengals against the Steelers. Uh, Browning actually looked pretty good against a very potent defense of the Steelers. And he did have the interception, but, man, this defense is so good everywhere. Uh, Fairmouth went off, and I think he just came off an injury not too long ago, didn't he? I think he must have been. I honestly, I'm not 100% sure, but I mean, he hasn't, I haven't seen his name anywhere. No, and he put up some numbers. Well, yeah, this is his only second game, so. It looks like he played October 1st and then the 19th pitch. Okay, yeah, so not a lot this year. Came in, played huge. Uh, Najee Harris, huge game, 99 yards, touchdown. Kenny Pickett actually looked pretty good. And they finally broke 400 yards total offense for the first time <laughs> this year. And a lot of people are like, is that because Can- that Canada, got- Canada guy got fired? Who knows? But if this is how this team's going to click with the offense coordinators that's playing now, I mean, coaching now, they could be a scary team going into the playoffs. Uh, Bengals, Jamar Chase, good game. But I really like the way this Browning guy is playing, like I brought up earlier. Uh, he can move, man. Like, he can move. Like, seeing the highlights, watching what I could watch throughout the day, like, he was looking good. Yeah, he didn't run a whole lot, but he's able to avoid and, you know, extend plays. And so a couple things, um, you kind of already touched base on, on the offense here, but uh, biggest offensive day of probably the season for the Steelers. It was good to see. I, I still don't have faith in Pickett, but, you know, <laughs> we'll see what happens throughout the, the rest of the season here now that, they got a different. Uh, they probably have interim. Have they even announced who's going to be? Place or they just the code? I don't know. I guess whoever's calling plays, they should probably keep doing it though. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe then you know now that 
their offense is able to move the ball here, they can they can do something. I didn't really have this team high on my list with the way that their offense was struggling, and kind of nice to see because this was a game that I didn't really think would go this way. I had picked them, but I didn't think that they would win. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was one of those ones I wanted to try to keep something different from what you picked. We we had other ones that were different. And oh yeah, you whooped my butt and shit. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is one that I was like, well, I don't think they're gonna win, but I want something that you know, kind of crazy, and it worked. <laughs> I didn't expect it to. Um, when when you lose a starting quarterback though for the Bengals, it's tough. No matter who you are, no matter who's taking your spot, it's tough. Uh, and, and the Bengals, they look pretty rough, but this defense, too, for the Steelers is real good. So that could have added to it. It'll be nice to see what happens in their next game, what Browning can do. Uh, because, I mean, statistically, he didn't have a terrible game. And that's against a pretty good defense. So... Fun to see. Um, yeah, I didn't expect this game to go this way, but I did. And the Steelers are looking looking up right now. Yeah, for sure. Well, when your defense is only holding teams to barely over 200, <laughs> things are going to look good. They held Mixon to only 16 yards. Rushing, so like, and that is usually their bread and butter to get their whole offense going. And you're holding the 25 yards total rushing, so like, yeah. it's hard. And still, <laughs> only losing by six, like the time of possession too. I mean, Steelers had 15 insane, minutes man. on that. So if you hold time of possession that way, you're doing pretty yeah. good. So, you know what I mean, running wise, yeah. They held it. All right, so we'll move on. We got the Panthers and the Titans game up next. Um, this one, uh, it was pretty even yardage wise. Uh, the Titans ended up pulling it out. Uh, they They really need to figure out the third down efficiency. The two for 11 is terrible. Uh, it's tough to compete in with any team, let alone the Panthers having that bad of third down. Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a tough game to watch. Um, both sides. Run game was good, but nothing really going either side for the pass. And, uh, yeah, I would rather watch a passing game. So this one was tough to watch. Yeah. Um, the only big takeaway I got out of this game is how bad do you think the GM for the Panthers feels after watching Stroud tear it up and Bryce Young do nothing? <laughs> like, he wants, like, the coaches wanted Stroud so bad, but the top dogs did not. They wanted Bryce Young from the get-go. And you see what 
Stroud is doing, and then you come here and look what Bryce Young's doing. And in my opinion, there's less talent over in the Texans' offense. Yeah, I mean, prior to the season starting, I would have agreed with you on that one. Like, Dell Young, though. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> not quite. I mean, there's some good talent on Panthers too. It'd be interesting to see, you know, if you could simulate right. it. Right. Yeah. See what happens. Like, it, oh. yeah, firing the coach, mm-hmm. I don't think was the right move. But no, not at all. I think we had kind of touched that last week, maybe, or maybe it was we were just talking. I don't remember, but yeah, I. It's dumb. Way too late in the season. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, King Henry, man, he's good. He's big. Hard to stop. Uh, Levitz, he played an okay game. Levis, I mean. Hopkins, okay game. Oh, like you were saying, there wasn't a lot going on. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I, you could say, well, was this a defense game, or was it just really lackluster offense? <laughs> yeah, I, I want to go lackluster you know? offense. Like, <laughs> just, like, it's just so hard to – because both these teams could easily be very high-powered, but just something's not clicking with both these teams to make them play the way they have been. Uh I don't know. I they need to figure something out on the Panther side. I don't think they have a first round pick this year, so they're gonna have to trade up. So something definitely gotta change to get that offense going. Because their defense has been playing good for, you know, not having an offense to back them up ever, so Yeah, it's it's been a just a Tough team to watch. Like, yeah. when know, both of these so things, it's, it's rough. And I don't know. I, mean, I guess going into the season, I thought the Panthers were going to be decent. I didn't think that they were going to be Super Bowl team, but I thought they'd be decent, you know, around ish. Five, well, not, you can't be 500 anymore, but around that, you know, area. But yeah, they're far from that. Yeah, I see it getting better for them, but no, not at all. Not, not this year. We'll see what next year brings. Maybe a year under Young's belt. Maybe something will change. Maybe one of these receivers will step up, other than Thielen, which Thielen didn't do much this game, but he has been the go-to guy. Yeah, he's been playing very well, other than this game. <laughs> Yeah, it's just tough. Like this game was not fun to watch. I I did not. I actually ended up switching to a different four screen, so then they weren't on it. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But I bet you one that didn't leave your screen was the Jaguars and the Texans. <laughs> you're, you're gonna get recruited, I tell you. <laughs> because <laughs> what a game here, huh? Yeah, this was both of our game pick of the week. When when you pop that random question, <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, this game, this one was fun. 
Definitely didn't disappoint, huh? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Lawrence, he had some real nice throws. Some that, I mean, they were perfect spot. They just weren't able to be caught. Uh, Stroud, too. I mean, same thing for him. He continues to impress. They didn't get the win here, but they were right there. Um, and I, I, you know, prior to the season starting, I thought the Jaguars were, were going to be one of the top teams in the league, which, I mean, they are uh, record-wise. But they, they haven't played that way every game. And yeah, it, this one was fun though. I I didn't really know which way it was gonna go. I went Texans yeah. just because of Stroud. Yep. Uh, you give me this game again. Tell me to pick one. I would go Texans again just because of Stroud. <laughs> yeah. Um, however, with Jaguars offense, it showed up. It played well. Um, one of the biggest things that I really have enjoyed um, switching over back to the Texans here for Stroud when he runs. He he doesn't put himself at risk. Like he he'll slide, he'll take do as much as he can to take the minimal hit, which is nice yes, to see. Smart. A lot of so, young quarterbacks don't do that. Yeah, he's decisive with his rounds. He's smart with his rounds, and he's careful. Yep. Like it's just remarkable how fast my attitude changed about C.J. Stroud. (laughs) And he is probably my favorite quarterback right now in the league because Richardson's out for the right now. He was my favorite because all these quarterbacks are gone now that I used to like. And I think he has eclipsed my favorite person because – so humble, just carries everything on his shoulders, such a good team player, just an outstanding guy, and then you put him on the field and does the same freaking thing, just outstanding at everything. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Led the team in rush and had the touchdown. Threw for over 300 yards again, two touchdowns. Like, kid is crazy. Uh, Nico Collins went big. Dell... Singletary had a really good game receiving. Dell's doing his thing. Uh, just that offense is just fun to watch altogether. Uh, their defense, uh, had an interception. Stingley, I think he's like a sec, second year player. Yeah, second year. Yeah. And he was supposed to be a big, big guy. And, uh, yeah, he came up big this week. And, yeah, uh, Jaguars, like we were saying, I think, what was it, the first four weeks, three, four weeks, that how we thought how explosive this offense would be. And I kept raving and raving about how it would be with Ridley coming in. Yeah. And... Man, he had another big game. Him and Kurt matched with yards with 89. And Ridley got the touchdown. 
just all around this offense is just really good when they're clicking. ETN had an okay game. His average was low, but he put them where they needed to. He, you know, three almost three yards of carry, almost first down every three rushes. So, but you're not gonna run it three times every time. But just yeah, their defense is good. Offense is good. This AFC is just stacked. Literally everywhere. <laughs> like, it's funny too. Cause going, in, going into the season, like you would think that the NFC would have been the better side. You'd have your handful of decisive, like this team from the AFC and this team. Other than yeah. that, too. but there's so many that could be there. Oh, just, you, you don't know what's going to happen, especially with how the Chiefs are playing this year. Yeah. Any of these teams could go into the playoffs and knock them out right away. Yeah, I mean, you got you got your top few teams still that are going to be the one through probably three seed. But a team that gets the wild card could go in there and knock off all of them just yep. because of how they're playing. Like, <laughs> if this Texans team... Oh, man. Just on the I'd wild be card, like, it'd be interesting to see. They, they could I make would. a run like the Titans did that one year. Um, yeah, and lost by a yard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. It's so much fun. Um, again, just to touch a little bit more on Stroud, when when you're leading the team in rushing, it's usually not a good sign. Um, I, I've said that many times, that I hate when the quarterback leads a game in rushing because it, it's usually not a good sign. Uh, and this one here, I mean, he led in rushing. It was still a close game. But you want Singletary to have the yards. like Yeah. If he has those yards instead, they probably win. Especially since how good he's been playing. Mm-hmm. Since he's came back from his injury. Like, man. Because only six carries. Yeah. So, that's, I don't know. I, I don't get it. It's but, again, game. that defense <laughs> yeah. is really good. Josh Allen, two and a half sacks again. I think he's technically second because... Hunter and uh, Miles Garrett are tied for first right now, and he's right there. Like, that guy is an absolute freak. Has the Browns had their bye week? No. Nope. Yeah, bye so. this week. Oh, have they? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said, are they? My bad. <laughs> no, I was wondering, because the Vikings are on bye this week, right? Yeah, they are, thank God. So... Well, let's see. They're seven and four, so no, not yet. Yeah, it'll be one. This is by week. It must be this weekend. I thought I wrote their name down though. Is it this week? No, let me check. Uh, no, they got a game. They play the Rams. Yeah, so. And they play week 14. They play week 15. They must have already had their bye week. They wouldn't have a bye week at 17 or 18. So. Is that right? I wanted the Vikings. 
Vikings are six and six. So yeah, they would have. Okay. They have their, yeah. their bye week now. Browns already had theirs. Yeah. So ultimately, um, Garrett could end up taking a lead then on that too. So yeah. Individually, because he's being behind. Either way, I mean, he's playing. Hunter's playing amazing, but. Well, that Browns is. Alrighty. Well, next game we got the Falcon Saints. And I was not expecting this at all. Especially with Ritter as the quarterback. I thought the Saints were going to come in and play a lot better than they did. I just have too high hopes for the Saints team. Their weapons they have they should be able to just dominate, in my opinion. Right. Uh, Michael Thomas is injured and I think done for the year. So I know that's a big loss, but they still have players that can make big plays on any given play. You have Kamara, easily could break a touchdown any time of the day. Tyson Hill is literally a Swiss Army knife. Just a weapon everywhere. You poke him anywhere and he's gonna do something. Uh, you got Olay, got Chris, Chris O. <laughs> he's really good. 114 yards, no touchdowns, but that just shows that he can do something. Uh, Rashid Shahid, very big playmaker. They just not getting them involved like they should be. And, I'm guessing I'm just giving too much credit to where the credit shouldn't be. And, yeah, I don't know. The Falcons, again, I think their defense won this game for them. Uh, they had a touchdown, but also B.J. Robinson, probably my favorite rookie running back out there, uh, played very well. Two touchdowns, receiving one, rushing one, almost 100 yards rushing. And then they had, um, what's his name? Jesse Bateman had the 92-yard interception for a touchdown. Like, they are a good team. They just need to get figure something out for their quarterback because I don't think Ritter or Heineke are the solution. Yeah, this team, I mean, it's got so many weapons, too. Both these teams do. Uh, it's just... Falcons need a quarterback. I, I don't trust either of the quarterbacks. Uh, this game surprised me. I didn't think the Saints would lose this game, uh, but they only kicked field goals. The Falcons defense was able to stop them. Allowed just field goals, and it's tough to win a game with just field goals unless you're the Bears. We'll get there later. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah, it, it's tough to win games with just field goals. The Falcons were able to get the touchdowns. They had, uh, what, two on offense, one on defense. Well, that's the difference right there. It, field goals versus touchdowns. You can't score the touchdowns, you're not going to win. Yardage-wise, I mean, they're not far off 50 yards away. You know, third down stuff. Falcons were four for eight, where Saints were six to fourteen, and 
no fourth down tries. Yeah, pretty much right now. You got to win. You got to be a little bit aggressive, in my opinion. Yeah, especially like you said, when you're not finding the end zone, you think you would want to be a little more aggressive. But especially with the weapons that they have, yeah, I just don't understand it. And I don't. I'm but, not a huge fan of Derek Carr, but he's, no. he's better than his brother. But <laughs> either way, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't trust him. I mean, he's not really shown to be super reliable as far as for putting a team on his shoulders and, and getting a win. So. Right. Um, someone that can do that, though, is Matthew Stafford. Uh, Rams-Cardinals game. I picked the Cardinals because I uh, with Kyler Murray, I thought their team would gel a little better, play a little better, and wow, was I wrong this week. <laughs> Um, to be fair, the way the Rams were playing, yeah, that yeah, that is true. But man, with Kyron Williams, this off is a whole different offense. Mm-hmm. They seem more confident, more explosive. They're just more well-rounded, and it is insane the difference that you get when he is not in the game. Um, Cup is really having a slow year with Sandable for the injury he had. Uh, Atwell finally came out again and played well. Um, Freeman, another Texas Longhorn that I like, um, had a big game, 77 yards touchdown. Uh, I really like him too. Um, the biggest thing on the Cardinal side that keeps sticking out to me weekend and week out, you hear his name a lot, is this Trey McBride guy. And just crazy when you don't hear about a guy and he just comes on the scene like he has and been the highlight of this team's offense. And Hollywood Brown finally had a good big game. And I think that's a big part of Kyle Murray being able to spice this offense up and get them going. Yeah, I mean, uh, Kyler can make some of the plays. And Brown really hasn't done much. And he showed up here. McBride, I think he was kind of, you know, overshadowed by Earth being there, and everybody, he was the starter. Now that McBride's there, he's showing his potential, which is nice to see. I, uh, you know, you don't, nobody really, really knew much about him other than <laughs> he was the backup, but he's making, making plays now, and it's nice to see for him. Uh, the, the biggest story of this game, though, is Williams coming back from injury and just putting up what he's done. And like you said, this team is a completely different team when he's there. Um, nothing, I mean, super impressive from this win other than it, that's how it should have gone down. I mean, at this point in the season, if you look at this team, Stafford healthy, Rams should win, right? Yeah. But for whatever reason, uh, they've been struggling and, 
oh, if they can find a way to keep this going, they're going to be a tough team if, if they can make a little run, get a little bit of work to do, but they're still in the hunt. And Oh, absolutely. Um, Cup, I think he's been dealing with injuries all season. It's just been tough for him. It's yeah, it's been brutal. But this whole, I mean, the Rams team in general has had so many injuries that it's just it's tough. Um, but I mean, they got almost 500 here. We'll see what happens this next week, and uh, maybe they can make a run. They've got a lot of weapons, and the defense is decent. So it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Yeah, for sure. Speaking of runs, uh, probably the biggest run so far this year that people did not see come in was this Denver Broncos team. Um, the biggest thing I got from this game, and it is exploding on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, is how dirty the Broncos defense is. <laughs> like... I don't know if it's just the people that I have that I send comments on or whatever it is, but man, people are going ham on this, but that's probably because, you know, Sean Payton was headhunting against the Vikings. So that's probably just all Vikings fans just tearing up Sean Payton again. Right. And, uh, man, they're dirty. They're playing hard. They're playing fast. They're hitting hard. They're playing some cheap football. But they're not getting called for it, so why not? Why, why stop? Uh, the refs really need to look into certain things, and that's not just this game in general. But yeah, they're dirty, they're rough. But again, that was old school football, and that's where Sean Payton came from. You right. hit them hard, and you put them down. When he started, that's how defense is played. Look at the Ravens. Look at the Steelers. Like, a lot of those teams back in the day, like Tom Brady said, all of them would get fined. <laughs> like, every <laughs> single tackle would be a fine from back in the day compared to now. And, yeah. yeah, like, just insane. I like that style of defense. I don't like how dirty a lot of the hits are. But the style of defense, how fast they are, they're all over the ball, um, is really fun to watch. I love that in-your-face defense. Uh, Wilson is game-managing like he did in Seattle. Like, this team could easily, if they keep playing this way, upset any team in the AFC. Um. Because they have weapons everywhere, too. They have Sutton, Judy, Mims. Javante Williams is playing really well. Pirine plays so smart. He played it with the Bengals. If Wilson's in trouble, he just sneaks a little bit out to the flat. They toss it to him, and he gains eight yards. <laughs> like, it's just, the kid plays smart. Um, other side, DTR had a decent game. He, I, don't know if he got hurt. I'm not sure uh, because PJ came in. Uh, I thought he was looking good. 134 yards, touchdown. 
I like the kid. I just don't think he's a quarter like NFL quarterback on this offense because the wide receiving core is not putting up numbers that he needs to be able to excel. Yeah, I think he got a concussion, or he's in concussion protocol at least. So okay, I would assume that is what happened. But yeah, you touched on the defense for the Broncos. They're the aggressive, you know, in-your-face style defense right now. And at at the beginning of the season, I would have laughed at you if you told me that they were going to be above 500 and possibly making a playoff run. But whatever changed, whatever clicked, whatever they did, they did it at the right time. Um, The defense is playing really well. They're, like you said, they're aggressive. They're fast. They're making big hits that are borderline, you know, penalty. It, what it, it is what it is. They're, they're playing tough. Uh, and yeah, is this team going to make the playoffs? It'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, offensively for the Broncos, Wilson really doesn't impress me. Uh, he, he's been one of those quarterbacks where he can make plays here and there. He puts up numbers and not every game. And it's been pretty lackluster since he got in Denver his last couple of years in Seattle. He didn't play how he did before that. I feel like there was a change in, you know, just how he threw his throw power just wasn't there the way it used to be, but he can still put up numbers and in this game, he didn't really have to do a whole lot. They got the win, uh, three turnovers. Was it three for the rounds? Yeah. They had three fumbles. Uh, it's tough to overcome when you're turning the ball over the plus two for the Broncos. They had a fumble of their own and stuff, especially with the, the Browns offense. It's, it's very slow moving. Um, if they don't have the run game going, which it, it was there, they only just nine carries to forward. They had seven to hunt, um, but they didn't continue it. That run game kind of, again, the kind of like the, the Colts, you need that run game to get that pass game going. I don't know their quarterback situation. DTR is, I mean, he put up numbers here. He hasn't had much of an opportunity to be successful, but it'll be interesting to see. I think he's a rookie, right? Pretty sure he was. Yeah, from UCLA. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he can do. Um, I prefer him over Watson, but not everybody agrees on that. Uh, I think I'd pick anyone over him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This game didn't go how I expected it to. I honestly, I figured the Browns defense would stop and just demolish this Broncos offense, but I did. You know, they're making them run. Interesting. 
Yep. The season's not over until that last week. Yep. And they're definitely playing to win it. They're playing hard. They're playing good. They're playing good football. Yeah. They, uh, I would never have guessed this. No, not at all. Um, That's all I got. Next yeah. game, the Bills against the Eagles. Um, hmm. <laughs> I don't want to go on a tangent at all. Um, Josh Allen played well. Almost 350 yards. Throw in almost 100 yards rushing with two touchdowns. Um, Gabe, Gabe Davis played well. Uh, Stefan Diggs did his thing. They got Shakir playing well. Like, if that guy can keep playing good, this Bills offense doesn't have a ceiling, I don't think, if they can get him more involved. Almost 16 yards a catch off of three catches. Like, just think if he's getting five, six catches, even 12 yards, you know? Yep. 13 yards a carry, a catch. I mean, like, get him going. Um. Eagles are the Eagles, and I don't know what to say about that because it is very aggravating what happens with the Eagles team. So I'm going to pass it off to you. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to touch base quick here because it uh, Shakira kind of plays like the style is similar to how Gabe Davis plays. But having those two, you know, quick, shifty receivers is kind of a nice addition or, you know, component for Allen. And then yeah. you have Diggs, and I wish they'd use Kincaid a little bit more. Um, another complaint I have with Allen is it's, a, it's not really – I'll step back here. Allen is a very good quarterback. He <laughs> can make so many plays, and he's got – a really good arm. But some of what we've talked about where he just needs to play a little smarter. Yeah. Some of his throws are like five yards across the field and he's throwing as hard as he can when he doesn't need to. Yep. And these these throws are becoming incomplete because he's throwing it way too hard for what he needs to. They just, just calm it down a little bit. <laughs> And you'd be much better off. And some of those get tipped and almost picked. And like, it's just play a little bit smarter, settle down. Um, it, it's like he goes out there and just throws the ball as hard as he can every play, everywhere, and add a little bit of touch to it. Don't don't throw a bullet every time. Not mad. Yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Yeah, I agree. There's so many plays, like looking at that game, there's five that I can think of offhand that if he would have put a little bit of touch to them, they'd have been touchdowns. Yep. And instead they're drops in the back of the end zone, drops for first downs, like slow it down just a little bit. And that's, that's the stuff. Like I'm not saying I've kind of talked bad about him quite a bit, but it's not even 
that I think he's a bad quarterback. It's, it's just the little things that add up yeah. to where he should that should be addressed. No, I agree. Yeah, and but but I mean, he's, he's a quarterback that can carry a team. He is. Oh, absolutely. But these little things add up, and then they cause mistakes. Where this, this game, the Bills should have won this game. Should have won it by probably twenty points, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they didn't. Hurts made some nice plays. Second half, first half, he played terrible. Probably the worst half I've seen from him. He had like 50 yards, I think it was. He had like a zero quarterback rating. It was, <laughs> and uh, and it's funny because all these things on X now, or Twitter, or whatever, however you want to call it, I still call it Twitter. I'm trying to call it X. Yeah. But anyways, there's so many people that are going back and forth how he's favored for the MVP, and which hurts are we voting for then? The the first half hurts that causes the team to be down by so much, or the second half hurts that has to pick up his flaws from the first half and play flawlessly to win that game. Yeah, I mean, he has been, and they've been winning, but the, the first half is why they were down so bad, because he played horrible. I don't know. It's just frustrating. Hurts is a good quarterback. I just wish that they would even it out and, you know, not just be set on one person's winning the MVP, favored to win the MVP for this reason. I I hate that. There's so many quarterbacks that should be in the talk, but it's because they got the best record. Exactly, and I think it's stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, I want to get to the next game before I say things that I probably shouldn't about that game. And we'll go to the Chiefs and the Raiders. Um, this was a tale of two halves. And uh, I'm going to sound like a schoolgirl, and this Raiders defense, man, I absolutely love it. they are a top-tier defense. And this beeline, again, led the team, and he is everywhere. I watched him the whole entire game, and he is easily my favorite linebacker right now in the NFL. (laughs) Like, just, I can't get over it. And I've never heard of him until, what, four weeks ago? Five weeks ago, I think it was. And that's all I talk about now. And he is so good. I really like him. Uh, that defense shut down the Chiefs in the first half. They got those late touchdowns in the second quarter. But I, it was Pacheco. And then I think it was uh, Watson that got him. But... They, man, their defense is so good. If they could just get their offense going just a little bit more, this team could be scary. Get O'Connell a little more experience. I think he could be this team's quarterback if their line could just give him a little more time to be able to do what he needs to do for a full game. Um, 
Chiefs, they were lackluster that first half until the end. Uh, Mahomes did his thing, got his team in it. Uh, Pacheco, I love the way this guy runs. He didn't, he had the two touchdowns, not a big yard, yard, yardage game, but he did what he had to do. And the rookie Rice came out big, over 100 yards, touchdown. Um, yeah. Tail of two halves. Just incredible. Yeah. A, a couple of my notes, I feel like you read directly off my notes. Uh, Pacheco, he is, he's so tough to bring down. He's so much fun to watch. Uh, just, just the way that he, you know, attacks the line. He's not one of those that it's going to bounce back side to side behind the line. He's going to get to the line, run you over. Uh, he, he can make some shifty moves and, and get out of there too, but he's not going to dance behind the line of scrimmage. And that you see that so often in some of these top backs nowadays where mm-hmm. they just hop around back there. Um, and you, you don't want to do that. In my opinion, you want to get, you know, slow it down if you need to, to read the blocks as they're forming, but you don't want to, you don't want to hop around and dance because then you're on your toes and, and you're not going to make a solid cut because you're never planted properly. But yeah, for whatever reason, nowadays that's how the backs like to do it. Uh, the Chiefs, they, they started out slow, but I think this defense of the Raiders is, you know, pretty good defense. And uh, once they kind of got their footing, the Chiefs are a pretty high-powered offense when they're on. And that kind of showed here. Uh, my, my biggest note, that I wanted to touch on was O'Connell, which you kind of already mentioned. <laughs> um, he looked really good this game. And I think this team may have found a quarterback they can work with. Uh, I didn't expect it out of him, but he's looking good. Yeah, he makes those uh, big nose plays. Like, he'll stand in that pocket and get railed and still make throws. He's just that he, – he's a Raiders quarterback. Like the old school river, tough nose, knock you in the face, but I'm still going to play kind of team. And from what I've seen the few weeks, that's kind of the quarterback he is. And I think they'll fit well here. Yeah. He, yeah. Like you said, he works well here. Uh, it's the quarterback that I think, you know, Adams needs. He can make the throws to Myers. Um, you know, it, it's one of those that he can make the throws. It, it'll be interesting. I, I hope that, you know, they can get a little bit more protection for him. And, you know, this team, this team could be fun. I, I didn't expect this team would be much with uh, uh, Jimmy G, uh, Garoppolo. So I didn't expect much. But with O'Connell, like, I'm excited. This yeah. team brings some excitement. The defense is shaping up. They're real good. Um, could be a fun, fun time here for them. Absolutely. I feel like we, <laughs> I feel like we say that every few years for the Raiders. I know. There, there's excitement, <laughs> and then it just disappears. They're nice. Where'd they go? But yeah. I don't know. Oh, I'll jump on this wagon again. I think I, I'm already there. Well, defensively, <laughs> anyway, right now. But this yeah. offense is coming along. The last note I have is just, I just want to touch base with uh, Josh Jacobs. 
yeah. 110 yards touchdown and a five and a half yard carry per average. If you're doing that, most games you're winning. Like, right? Uh, that's a big, big game. Uh, playing well. And it's good to see. I'm excited to see what this offense can do. I feel like he's had kind of a down year for what. Alright, so moving on then, uh, we got the Ra- uh, Ravens, Chargers, the Sunday night game. Uh, this one, uh, for Lamar, this is kind of what we tend to see from Lamar, uh, where his throws are off, the run game isn't working, um, the team just kind of stalls a little bit. Uh, the, the Chargers are a decent team. Record-wise, they're not there, but they're a better team than what the record states, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, uh, I think going into the season, there was far too much hype for this Chargers offense. And maybe they kind of got led on by that, and this has been kind of disappointing since then. I don't know. Uh, the, the team, though, I think is better than the record. Um, Allen... He's been consistently, you know, the main bright spot on this offense for the Chargers. You got Eckler. Uh, he didn't do a whole lot this game, but those are the two that you tend to see week in, week out. Um, and, and they're kind of held in check. Allen had well, actually 14 catches for 106 yards, but that's only an average of... 7.6, which is kind of low for him. Uh, typically, you see he makes some big plays. Uh, it's just kind of a disappointing game from, honestly, both sides. Uh, four turnovers is tough to come back from for the Chargers, which is, you know, the reason they lost. They probably should have won this game. But it's tough. And, and I mean... Ravens are a decent team, too, clearly. Uh, they just had the better luck in this game, I think. It came down. I mean, it was close up until, what, last couple minutes there? Yeah. Two minutes to go, or minute 36 is when, I guess, they got it to a 10-point lead. So, yeah, no, just uh, a way. Yeah, I... Was not expecting it to be such a low potent offense for either of these teams. I, my opinion, I thought the hype for this offense should have been where it was. They have weapons all over the place, but with Mike Williams getting injured, a huge hit to this offense because when he was there, they were lighting up this, lighting up this scoreboard, lighting up the yards, but the big, the big part of this offense, why they got the biggest hype they did, uh, they picked up the uh, Quinton Johnson from TCU, who was an absolute monster college. Yeah. And they were, I'm guessing that's where it came from. And with both those quarterback, I mean, wide receivers there, Everett should be doing a lot more than he is. He actually had a decent game this game. See, 11 yards of catch, touchdown, 43 yards. Um, 
it boosted that Quinn Johnston, in my opinion, to get him where he should be as a rookie and a big part of this offense. And again, here's another quarterback leading the team in rushing. You don't want that. Eckler is usually the big dog there, so it's weird to see Herbert be on leading the the toll there. And that was mainly one run too. Yeah, one <laughs> pretty long run. Good one. Um, yeah. On the other side of uh, Ravens, they just did what they had to do. Nothing spectacular, other than their rookie, who played very well. Flowers um, for the touches that he got. You know, the yard touchdown rush on a nice play, and then he had the recent five yards to catch. Isn't a lot, but when you're putting one in the end zone and giving your that lead, that's all you need to do. Uh, but takeaway, like you said, is the turnovers hard to win when you're turning over the ball that many times. And you can't have if you want to be a playoff caliber team. Yep. Uh, I feel like they're probably going to fit the next game, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I don't have anything else for this one. I don't know if you want to talk about the next one. <laughs> I was hesitating to bring up the next game. <laughs> Just hesitating. So, next game, Monday night, uh, Bears against the Vikings. Nothing for either team offensively really did it. Uh, the Vikings defense is a very good defense. And when you cannot score or even get yourself in field goal range, not going to win. Um, they held the – God, I can't even think right now. <laughs> the Bears to field goals until the end of the game. No, they just – They didn't, didn't get touchdown at all. It was all field goals. Yeah, all field goals. Like, when you win off of four field goals, this shows how lackluster of offense – that the Vikings have, but give it up to their defense. They caused four turnovers, something that Josh has been doing week in and week out. And in my opinion, that magic is over. I think they should go to ball. Um, I'm just sick of it. There is so many times he could just ran the ball up the middle or to the side and made the easy play, but he keeps wanting to make these stupid, spectacular plays just to get the hype, and I'm absolutely done with it. <laughs> um, I really didn't want to talk about this game. Uh, just bittersweet, bitter, bitter, bitter. But Hawkinson got a touchdown. I think he's one of the best tight ends in the game, consistent most of the time when he has a quarterback throwing. Uh, the biggest highlight offensively for anyone, it was just DJ Moore, and he pretty much won the game. He got that last catch that put him into field goal range. 
got the first down, and I'm pretty sure it was on fourth down. And, yeah, won the game for him. Yeah. The turnover battle is tough to come back from when you give the ball up four times. Uh, they did have two takeaways of their own. So it's only a plus two for Chicago. Um, but, you know, if you're not scoring points, you're not going to win the game. You're not going to win it. Uh, a team winning by just field goals, in my mind, is just dumb. The You should be able to score touchdowns. It, I understand, you know, tough to do in some situations, but you have a lot of chances, and this team has so many weapons on offense too, the Vikings, and not, I mean, they, they only got the one touchdown. Oh, uh, that was what, mid fourth quarter, I think? Yeah. No, yeah. towards the end of the. Six, yeah, about six minutes left of the fourth quarter. Yeah. Uh, but they they should have more than that. The, yeah. This team is just tough to watch. A lot of the interceptions were tipped. So those kind of, to me, fall under the category of it should be marked then on the receiver. Yeah. Because they hit, they hit them in the hands. They should catch that. If not, they should get a stat that doesn't necessarily – reflect the quarterbacks so drastically because it was a good throw. Some of them were a little bit high, but um, as, as Luke said, Dobbs, he, I mean, we saw it in Arizona too. He doesn't necessarily take the easy play. He has somebody that's open for five, you know, six yards. They can be standing there waving their arms and he'll run around and then throw it to the guy that's 45 yards down the field and throw it out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that happened a couple times this game. And one of them, the, the guy was wide open. That would have been a touchdown. But you threw it out of bounds. You also had the guy that was shorter. That would have been a first down. You take the shot, but can he make the throws consistently? He can't. And that's that's where the issue is. I still think Winston would have been better. <laughs> However, <laughs> we're past that boat. <laughs> I just need to bring it up. <laughs> I felt like this was a good time to bring it up again. Yeah. I'm past it. <laughs> Make I'm you laugh a little bit. <laughs> um, I, uh, this is such a strange one with Fields playing. How much better more is, and I don't understand it because Fields isn't very good in my opinion, but I guess that's another story. Uh, I think but, it's just because he can extend the plays. Yeah. DJ Moore, though, is a different, a different receiver with Fields in on this offense, and he's so much better when Fields is playing, and in turn, it makes Fields look better, at least. Uh, yeah, definitely does. But I honestly, I think the Vikings are technically in right now in the wild card, right? At the seven, and would play the 49ers if it I ended. don't. I don't see them staying there. 
Probably. No, not no. I think the Rams will probably be the team that takes the place down the road. Um, I don't know. It'd, it'd be interesting to see what they decide. I know they were talking about doing all the needed homework or whatever on the quarterback position. I can't remember the exact wordage that. Uh, a lot of it's going to all depend on Jefferson, is basically what everyone said. Two Jefferson wants out there is what they're saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I'd like to see what uh, Paul can do. Because I know what Dobbs can do. I think I'd like to see that. But I don't know. Unfortunate situation. It's just tough when you lose your starting quarterback. Yep. Um, the biggest takeaway of this game was off the field. My favorite player of all time uh, is Harrison Smith. And favorite Viking of all time as well, because he's my favorite player of all time. But uh, after the game, the guys talked to him in the locker room and asked him what happened on that last play with DJ Moore. And it clearly was not his fault. It was the cornerback's fault that let him off too early and released too fast. And Smith just wasn't there because the cornerback should have kept going with him. And he took the blame, said I should have made the play, and then... The guy kept trying to bait him and bait him into saying something that he shouldn't have. And the leader that he is, the champion at heart that he is, he took the blame, put it on his shoulders like a captain should do. And it just shows after how many years here. I I want to make sure so I don't get it wrong. 11 years in the NFL that you're going to put all the blame on yourself even though you're that far into your career, slowing down a little bit, still one of the best safeties in the league, and you just are like, nope, that was me. I should have made it. I was dumb. I didn't play it right. It was me. <laughs> like, it just – that's the leadership you want in your locker room right there. And some teams don't get that, and I like to see that. Yeah, he's one of those that you'd love to have in any locker room that you're cheering for. He's he's a fun player. He's he's been so good, so consistent, making plays all the time. I just I'm, I'm I'll probably cry when he retires. <laughs> uh, so I've had my already when a few of mine did too. So don't worry. Hopefully he <laughs> yeah. doesn't go to a different team because when Dion went to a different team. Yeah. It broke my heart. Right. I I want him to retire. He went to the Redskins. Come on now. Right. Well, was I was fine with the Ravens. <laughs> he looked good in those jerseys. Cause those jerseys yeah, he did. Clean. All righty. Well, that's a recap of the games. And, Justin, you went 10-6. and six, And you pulled up to 103-61. and 61. I went six and ten. 
and 96 and 68. So you pulled out pretty good. You're up seven games now. That feels good. I was losing ground <laughs> each week. One of these had to give. And yeah, this one kicked my butt. Yeah, we had a few of those. But you just look at it and you're like, how did that even happen? <laughs> yeah. So that's where we're at. So our next segment is the defense and offensive player of the week. Um, I'll start first with the offense because I love my offense and special teams, but, uh, I got Trevor Lawrence, uh, played a really good hyped Houston Texans team, our game of the week. And yeah, I think him, he had the two, he played very well, led his team to win. And that's who I got. So. This is probably going to be uh, a fun one for you to laugh at me at, but I'm going Dak. I know it's the Giants. Yeah. But he is on fire. He is. He's my second one, if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> well, we'll wait till the next one here, but I was like <laughs> going back and forth because I was like, I can't do this. I was like, I am. Yeah, I'm doing it. So, I, ha- I have a gut feeling we're both going to have the same player as our defensive player. So who do you got? <laughs> I got Bland. Ten total <laughs> tackles and set the record for pick sixes in a season. I don't know how you could go against not him. Like, there, there was a lot of defensive touchdowns this game. A lot of defensive players that were up there. But setting the record for pick sixes in the season <laughs> while having ten tackles, that's impressive. And I <laughs> I went back and forth because I was like, I don't want two Cowboys. Like, I, I don't want that. And I was like, who else am I going to pick? Like, statistically, performance-wise, who were the stars? And both of them, I had to. Yeah, no, I get it 100%. Uh, I had Bland as well. Just an absolute monster. If I ever got a Cowboys jersey, it would be him. Or Dwaddle, <laughs> I guess. But you'll probably never see me in one of them. But if I ever did, that would be him. <laughs> um, I did have Josh Allen from the Jaguars as my second pick. He wreaked havoc all over the Texans offense. Slow him down as much as he could. And did get him to the distance to where it was 58 yards for the kicker, where he missed. So that pretty much saved their team for the win. Um, because I think if that game went into overtime, I think the Texans would have won. Right. So that's where I was hinging on where I wanted to go with it. <laughs> but I went with Bland because how can you not give it to him after breaking the record like that, especially as a rookie. And oh, what? Second year. Oh, sec- well, basically rookie. He didn't play much last year, right? Well, you got hurt almost right away, I think. Yeah, so basically a rookie. Uh, and, you know, 12 weeks in, you just you can't beat that. So that's what I got. So next... 
segment is our predictions of next week. Our first game is tomorrow night, Thursday night football, Seahawks against Cowboys. And I'm going to go with the Red Hot Cowboys. Well, I'm not going to disappoint. I'm going to go with them as well. Yep, they're just hot. They're I think hot. it'll be a good game, but I do too. I I think it'll probably end up being similar to for score wise. I think it'll be similar to hopefully Forty Nine ers Seahawks game. <laughs> Our next game, I have feeling, is going to be a lackluster game. Uh, but out of the Colts and Titans, I got the Colts because I just. Can't go with the Titans, even though I really love Will Levis, but I got the Colts. Yeah, I have the Colts as well. I just, I can't trust the Titans offense. I don't really want to trust the Colts offense either, but their defense is a little better and their run game has been a little bit more consistent, I guess. So I'm going to go with them too. Uh, next game, I was back and forth on this one <laughs> and I know I should go with the Falcons. Like, my gut is telling me right now to switch my pick, but I'm not going to because I think the Jets' defense is going to eat Ritter alive, and I'm going with the Jets. That's funny because this one, too. I'm going with the Jets, but I could see the Falcons winning with ease. Yeah. Just because I think the Falcons' defense is, you know, Fairly good, and I think they'll beat up on the Jets' offense. But I think that Jets' defense is so good. So, well, maybe it'll be a good game. I don't know. Probably won't be, but I'm gonna go Jets. Shouldn't, but I am. <laughs> yep. Uh, Lions Saints. I'm going with the Lions, just because I don't trust the Saints anymore. I've been giving them the benefit of the doubt, and they keep stabbing me in the heart. Yeah, I. I'm going Lions, even though it seems like lately, every time I pick them, they don't show up the way that you would think they would. Um, and this one, I mean, could be a good game. The Saints get a lot of weapons, but I think the Lions will win. Nah. <laughs> Next game, Broncos text. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna, I don't want to do it, but I'm going with the streaking Broncos. Yeah. I'm going Texans because Stroud. Yep. I wanted to do that too so bad. <laughs> it's tough to do with the Broncos. Oh, God. Down. But Stroud. Yeah. I'm doing it. I'm I said I was. Uh, next game, Chargers Patriots. Uh, both teams are playing rough, but I think the Chargers have too much offensive weapons to lose this game. Yeah, if Chargers lose this, their season's probably done. But I'm going to go with Chargers as well. Uh, next game, we got the Cardinals. Huh? Their, their season's probably done anyways, but... Yeah, right. <laughs> the point. We still got a few weeks. Card- yeah, you never know. <laughs> uh, Cardinals-Steelers, I, if this offense keeps looking the way it did this week, um, I think they're going to be a hard team to beat. And I got the Steelers. I have the Steelers as well. I think uh, the defense is good. The offense looked real good compared to what they had. 
And it's the Cardinals. I don't trust them. So I have to go Steelers. Uh, next game, Dolphins Commanders. I got the Dolphins because they're way too explosive. I have the Dolphins as well. I, they, the team is far better than the Commanders. Um, wouldn't surprise me if the Dolphins play down to them. They've been yep. doing that lately, but the Dolphins should win. Um, next game, we got the Panthers-Buccaneers. I can't go with the Panthers because they just haven't been showing me anything, so I got the Buccaneers. Yeah, I don't trust them either. I'm going the Bucks on this one. Uh, next game, big game, the 49ers against the Eagles. Um, I got the 49ers. I honestly think they're the better team. I think they're a better, well-rounded team. You do have to play 11 against 17 or 15, but I still think they'll pull it off. <laughs> I had to throw it in there somewhere. I have the 49ers as well. Uh, I think it'll be a good game. I think, I mean, score-wise, it'll be a close game. might not be a good game, but 49ers a win. Uh, yeah. I hope. Um, what the? Okay, next game, we have the Browns against the Rams. And I got the Rams winning because this offense has been looking rough. And not sure if their defense can come off a big loss like they did last week. Even though I love the Browns' defense, which we both know. Yeah, I mean, over the season, though, the, the Browns' defense is going to get tired because they're on the field every game, all game. Yeah. So I got the Rams here as well. This one could be a close game, and if it is, it's just because of the defense of the Browns. But yeah. the Rams should take it. Uh, next game, Sunday night football, Chiefs against the Packers, and I got the Chiefs. I do as well. I have the Chiefs. Uh, Packers, I mean, they haven't looked terrible the past few weeks, but I think uh, the Chiefs, you know, they're a good team. They have been for many years. So. Yeah, they're just the Chiefs. Like, it's hard to bet against them. Yep. And our Monday night football game, we got the Bengals and the Jaguars, and I'm going to go with the explosive offense of the Jaguars. I have the Jaguars as well. I think this is probably going to be a reasonably close game. Um, yeah. As, as long as the Bengals offense can, can stay settled down the way that it looked last week, I, I believe um, it should be a, a fairly good game. Yeah, it should be. I, I'm guessing it's going to be a one-score game at 17 and 14. Okay. But the Jags win. I actually have 24-14. I had gone back and forth with 21-14, but I think there's going to be a late field goal. Let's get it to 24. 24-14. Okay. And now our next one is what offense and defense we want are looking forward to, and I got the 49ers offense against 
the Eagles 18 people on the field. <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> I have the Texans offense. Yeah. Uh, just the the streak of the Broncos has been pretty good. Their defense has been, you know, aggressive, and I'll be interested to see how the Texans can do against that. Yeah, good pick. I like that pick too. Uh, next one, the defense. I'll let you pick that one. The 49ers defense, because there's going to be 15 people on offense every play for the Eagles. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I got the Packers defense. I gotta take that back. I feel sick saying that. I have the 49ers defense (laughs) because the Eagles offense is tough. Yeah, it is. Uh, I got the Packers defense. They finally, their offense is finally clicking. Uh, this Chiefs defense you can easily put yards up against. But can their defense slow down the Chiefs' offense? And if they can, the Packers can keep winning. They'll be right in that hunt again for the playoffs. So, yeah, it's strange to say that, isn't it? It's so weird. But for how they've been playing all year, very weird. Six and six is seventh spot. It's crazy. Yeah. So. I, one thing I just want to point out, I'm sick beyond belief of hearing about I haven't played anybody with a winning record. Oh, yeah. I just, I just want to say that. 100%. I agree. Like, you're, you're taking the record weeks after the fact because when teams are played, the records are different. <laughs> yep. It's annoying. It's a Cowboys reference. Yeah, people just don't like them. People just don't like them. It's just frustrating. Yeah, I get it, man. You play the schedule, you get. Yeah, it's not their fault. No, I said that last year, too, when the Eagles had the easy schedule. You play the schedule, you get. Like, you can't change teams just to play against a tougher team. Like, you play the schedule, you get. You beat the teams you're supposed to beat, and you compete in the games that you should compete in. Yep. And you know what the craziest thing is? They beat, they lost to the worst team in the NFL, well, second worst team in the NFL. Like, it's not the weakness of the schedule. It's just, they got hot when they got hot, and they're just making everyone look that bad. Yeah. That's all it is. And people aren't gonna like it, but it's the truth. So. I also, uh, just one more, you know, push that they actually be in. More in the MVP talk. He's missed a game and a half if you count the fourth quarter, fourth quarter that he sat out. Yeah. And the games, they were blowing the teams out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's still putting up the numbers he's putting up. That, that's my make little push. I got you, man. I agree with you 100%. Not even a Cowboys fan, and here I am supporting you. Who knew this world would come? This day would yeah. come. <laughs> I, have to, I have to mark this on my calendar so I remember it forever. There's too many of them that you're going to have to mark. <laughs> but, no, I'll, I'll joke aside. I mean, I, I don't like the the whole MVP discussion so early anyways because 
And it shouldn't be record-based. It should be most valuable player, as it states. I agree, and Stroud would be the most valuable player. Yeah, so. I'd, I'd put him as my pick if I had to pick one person as who the most valuable person was. I don't really get that pick, so. Nope, sadly. Alrighty, you got anything else? Uh, no, that was, I just had to toss that complaint in there at the end, because all of my complaining prayer led up to that, I guess. Not that I complained <laughs> a whole lot, I guess, today. Anyway, right. I don't have anything else. So, uh, yeah, this covers our recap and predictions for week 13. Again, podcast is available on the typical apps, Google, Apple, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Uh, you know, like, subscribe, leave ratings, all of that helps us. Um, check us out on Twitter or X. We're on there commenting throughout the week during the games. Uh, you know, leave us a message. Uh, other than that, you know, thanks for listening and have a good one. Yeah, well, we appreciate it. 